Nobody home, huh? Hello. 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 Is this Ryan? Hello. Hello. Who is there? Nancy, who's this? I asked first. Who? I asked first. I said, Nancy, who's this? Oh, Nancy, this is David. Oh, David from New York? Yeah. Oh, get out. Get out of town. (laughs) Okay, I'll go first. I can't get on the website, so I can't tell. I don't have a there website. Yeah, it does. Talkshoe? Did you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Talk, yeah, talkshoe.com. And then um, and then there's a chat on it, too. Wow. Talkshoe.com. Gotta check you that out. Yeah, yeah. You know that. So basically, you I'm see, the same thing that you do. Do on the free conference calls. You can chat and talk and chat and talk. Right, right. Yeah. I'm so used to having a chat that I'm yeah. feel lost with that one. <laughs> I know. I'm not used to people's voices. Oh, yeah. But it's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Has anyone else spoken up? Um, I don't know. I think there might be one other person. I heard one other little... L go ding. I'm not sure if they left or not. Eiffel says she was coming over. Yeah, but she doesn't usually talk. Except last night I heard her, her, um, I heard the tail end of her going crazy on Adam. I just hate that I missed that. (laughs) I just got, well, I had it on, I had it on mute. So, um, I just got, what did I get? I got I'm done. That's all I got. When I put when I put the audio back on. Hmm. Well, that woman is pretty no. exasperating. She's just an empty. An I know. I've heard her before. Just, I mean, this is you know, it, it's one thing to be supportive, but um, you know, it's not like she's new at this, and we're not like shrinks. We're not getting paid for this, and. I don't know. She's, well, like, she's a bottomless, oh, bottomless pit, I think. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been like a long time, and it's like the same story all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Oh, very sad. Sounds like a narcissist married a narcissist. She just doesn't want help. Um, you know, it's like the same script, mm-hmm. except yeah. now her husband's not living with her, so it's a little different. You know, he's not like in the attic somewhere or upstairs or somewhere locked in a room. He's uh, gone now, so it's a little different, I guess. Yeah. 
pretty sad though. I mean, kind of thin when people have talked to her. It's like, mm. I mean, once he started hitting her, I mean, that's sort of been that. And it's good he's yeah, not there. Yeah, I mean, even Luna said, you know, like, get away from him, you know? Just, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. Domestic violence calls have just shot up. Yeah, really. I think it's because people are trapped in the house with yep. kids and spouses, and they're not used to it. They're used to um, right. going to work right. and coming home. And the ones who were violent are just going to continue to be so, and no one can get away. Yeah. No. Uh, I wonder if, how many people are actually TIs that come on the calls. I think some just come on for like, like emotional support, you know. And I think okay. others just come on to harass people, like. Like richer. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people support him as a TI, and uh, well, I think he's a real deal. But to get more support, you know, he's just too obnoxious, you know. Yeah. Tries to talk over people and basically wants to tell people a bunch of stuff that they don't necessarily want to hear all the time. You know, not everyone wants to hear about hacking and tech stuff. And, um, mm-hmm. I guess half the stuff he's, you know, wrong. He was talking about tendinitis. Um, and, I was like, and he meant tendinitis? He meant tendinitis, right. He <laughs> <laughs> meant oh, tendinitis dear. really bad. I was like, tendinitis? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. It's scary. Sean always in a good mood, though. He's always in a good What's mood. What's that? Sean is always in a good mood. I know. Like nothing bothers him. Yes, I know. That laugh. So you're, I'm sorry? He has that laugh. Yeah. I don't know. He has a kid. Oh, cool. Uh, and a mom to go with it, or he's got um, custody? I don't know. Oh. I don't know if the kid is with the mom, or yeah. just when somebody mentioned that he had a son, but so does Jerome. He's sort of not a sort of sedan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he brings his kid up more because he was targeted. The kid. Yeah. I can't imagine what it would be like to watch a child get hit with this stuff. I, it would just, it would, uh, it would drive me crazy. I think it's crazy. I think it's just insane. I really do. Oh, it is. I don't know who these people think they are. I really don't. I mean, I went to the other call for a little while, and they were talking about a class action lawsuit. Uh, and uh, for for who 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 who's, for who's supposed to join that? For everybody? Well, I think they're well. <clears throat> yeah, Shadon said that it'd be better if we all started one first, 
someone said, well, if you have your own, can you join in the class action? And you said, yeah. If you have what? If you have what? You have your own lawsuit going. Yeah, you have your own lawsuit going first. I thought I heard him ask. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. I thought, I thought I heard him ask Derek it, who, who, if he's got clients. I thought the question yeah, have, really, like, really was. Um, three, two or three, and he suggested that he speak to them. But I like his approach that um, don't bring the government up first, you know, bring up the contractors. And that's sort of the route that I've been going. You know, I'm not mentioning any of the aliens of the government or anything that people can't wrap their brains around. Right. Yeah. Are you still in Pennsylvania or no? Say again? You're not, you're not still in Pennsylvania, are you? Oh, no, I'm in Washington, Washington State. Oh, wow, way across the country. Mm. Yeah, I lived in Florida for many years and, uh, and tried to escape to Ecuador before I knew better. And then uh, eventually came came out here. I missed the change of seasons. Yeah. Back Pennsylvania, it's pretty state. I only have, have two cousins left there. One is, um, actually I have three. One is a second cousin. I have one in, well, I know I have one in Pittsburgh. I know I have one north of Philly, and I have one sort of west of Scranton. So yeah. all over the state. Yeah. But everybody else has moved to California or Florida or Arizona or Texas. The warm states. What's that? The warm states. <laughs> Yeah. I lived in New York, uh, New York State, for four years in uh, in Troy. <laughs> oh gosh, in Troy, oh, yeah, New York. Yep, boarding school, a girls' boarding school. But wow, it was probably some of the best education I got ever. <laughs> Including college. It's not up in the Finger Lakes, is it? It's not that far up. Troy's near Albany. It's the tri state Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. It's a tri Oh, no. But that's in the tri state area. It's called the tri state area, whatever that means. Well, I think I know. Tri state is like New York, uh, Connecticut, and New Jersey. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. So, but yeah, I have relatives upstate in um, Rochester and also in uh, what you would call it, suburb of Buffalo called Tonawanda. Is, uh, oh, that's where um, Luna lives, I think. Really? She lives in Tonawanda? Yeah, let me look at her dress. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember her dress. It was a, an Indian name. The town was Indian. Well, maybe that's it then. Mm-hmm. That's where she lives. Is that near the um, 
the border, or is that that's like 400 um, miles yeah, north it, of New York City? It's actually the south south of the border, kind of west of the main city of Buffalo, kind of like west of it a little bit, not mm-hmm. right in downtown Buffalo. Kind yeah. of like a suburb. She said there's lots of country, like farms and stuff out there. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of farms in Pennsylvania, too. I mean, there used to be. I don't know about oh, anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots. I grew up in um, Amish country. Beautiful farmland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rolling. Uh, yeah, Dutch. Mm-hmm. Amish. Pennsylvania and Dutch. Uh-huh. And Mennonite, yeah, yep. yeah. I knew lots of Mennonite folks. Yeah, we used to... In fact, one of my cousins married um, an Amish. She Mennonite. I think she might have been Mennonite, actually. She wasn't Amish. She was Mennonite. They're not as... Um, I don't they're as strict as the Amish. No, no, they're not. One of my cousins uh, oh. married a um, Mennonite girl. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they are now. I mean, they moved out of state. I don't know where anybody is. Honestly, I mean, most of them are in California. Most of them are in California. I know I have one, two cousins left on Long Island. I have, there's nobody left in New York City anymore. Everybody's gone. My dad's family yeah. is from New York, so he's from New York City. Uh, my parents met in college, but they both were going to Columbia. They met. My mom's husband uh, oh. was uh, living with my aunt Mary, who lived here. You grew up in New York City. Yep. Oh. They would send me off to California during the summers, and they would send me occasionally when I was really little. And my um. Grandparents were still alive, and then my older uncle uh, got the farm. They had a farm, working farm. And, Where? Uh, I remember outside of um, Scranton. Oh, okay. Yeah, in northern suburbs. Above uh, Clark Summit, you know where that is? That area? Like heading up toward um, Binghamton, mm-hmm. but not, you know. Oh, um, yeah. Outside. Sort of, yeah, sort of, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's up there. Mm-hmm. It's about the furthest north east you can go, and then probably another 50 miles, and you're in Binghamton and across the border. Okay. And um, okay. I remember being sent up there, so I was maybe six, and they uh, sold that farm. And then they moved to California, and then I would be sent to California, and my dad's family was already there, so I've been shipped around a lot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Your grandparents are still alive. That's wonderful. No. No, my grandparents Oh, I died. thought you said... Oh, I thought you said... No, my your grandparents they were still alive. They were young. Yeah. No. Are your folks oh. still alive? No. My parents died when oh. I was pretty young. Oh, okay. That's why you were skipped around. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, 
I've sort of gotten used to it. But um, I don't know how it is where you are now, but it's really weird here in the city. I haven't been out of my apartment in over two months, like two and a half months I've been here in lockdown. You haven't left it? No, uh uh-uh. I haven't left my building. Yeah. Well, I don't go out much. I think I've I've gone out once once a month to go um, with my landlady to get the rent money. We drive oh. we drive to a nearby town, but I um the perps here in the house and they're getting paid well. <laughs> so in your in your building a, in your house. Yeah, I'm renting a room from her. Oh wow! And, and I hate to think she's involved, but I would not be surprised at all. It's crazy. It is. It's just nuts. I'm I'm looking to move, but I gotta wait till all this stuff dies down. But when you well, stay in one spot, they can they can. What's that? I said Washington State. It's way up there. It's way up here, yep. Yep. I wanted to go up to Vancouver, but oh, my passport expired. Yeah I, want, yeah, I wanted to go up there, but my passport expired. Yeah, you can get one if you um, renew your driver's license. You can now opt for having a passport on your driver's license for an extra, I think it's like $100. Pay an extra 100 bucks you can actually get um, passport yeah. as part of your driver's license now. Yep. But you have to provide all the documents again, huh? Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't really know because they just asked me um, because my driver's license expired last summer, last July. Mm-hmm. And right. um, when I went in to get it, they just asked me if I wanted to renew my passport. And I just, I mean, I have a passport, so I didn't need to renew it. But they didn't ask me. I just said no. So I don't know if you do have to provide oh, it. You had a current publicly. You had a current one, though. Yours was current. Yeah. Yeah, mine expired. But, um, it got stolen in Ecuador. Do what? Yeah. You can have it put on your driver's license. They have, like, three-level driver's license now, or at least New York State. I think it's countrywide though. I think one is um passport and the other one is what is the other one? The other one is like um I don't know there's three levels. One is just a regular driver's license. Mm-hmm. One of them has something else that's like maybe like a a visa. It's not a full passport. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But I know there's a the most expensive one is the passport. And you can have that yeah. all as part of your driver's license. I'm not sure what the middle one is. I know there are three levels. But I just got the... Well, that sure would be one. handy. Yeah. Well, I think you can actually have it added. In other words, if um, when my passport expires, I could just take the driver's license in and have it added to it if I wanted to. You know, for an additional hundred bucks or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I just didn't need to have it done. So, but 
I mean, I like Canada a lot. I went up to, I used to go to Toronto, see friends up in Toronto quite a bit, but I haven't been up there mm-hmm. in about 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a so it, TI organization yeah. up there, and because um, I was looking to relocate, and uh, she said there were people up there looking looking to share. Cause part of my problem is them coming in and you know, poisoning stuff, so it would be nice to have another person around who's home, you know, when you're not. Yeah, no kidding. But I know mm-hmm. living in my apartment because of the way my cat used to act last summer. Um, you know, he's not really afraid of people, but if strangers come in, you know, he used to hide. Right, yeah. And I noticed there was a change in his behavior because when I would come in, he would never hide. And, right. you know, when I would come in at night, he would be, like, gone. He would be in the other room under the bed. Right. And so I knew something was not right. So I know they'd been in here. Yeah, I had a... Oh. I was taking care of a man who had a... Uh, we had a cat and a little dog. And uh, at some point, I noticed there were scratches on their heads, on the top of their heads. And the cat started... Uh, living under the bed, under the bed in the spare room, finally started just to try to get inside the mattress. She was so scared. And the dog started hiding all the time, too. It was sad. He was targeted, this guy? Oh, the man I was taking care of? He would yeah. He would feel the hit. He would not. Well, I was terribly targeted because it was an apartment. Uh, for seniors, but uh, he would feel the hits on the top of his head at night. Wow. But no, he wasn't targeted, no. He wasn't crazy about living with a targeted person, though. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. That's how I went to Ecuador. <laughs> and what made you be Ecuador? Is it like... They followed me there. They followed me and 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 they hired people there. And uh, had a handler there, you know, you know, white guy. But those folks are. I was in a little town in the Andes, and they're so poor that uh, yeah, they all did it. Like the whole little town. It was, uh, I'm not going to go into it. It's negative. <laughs> but it was bad. It got bad. Wow. Plus, I tried to get uh, I had my uh, bank card stolen. I tried to get a new one sent to me, and it kept getting um, intercepted. So I was stuck up in the Andes with no money and <laughs> no bank card. Oh, no. So my uh, my parents bailed me out when well, my sister really got me home. But they can really screw you up. Yeah, they can. They um, made me slip in front of my apartment. And I, I didn't bust my hip, but, you know. Tonight? I have, uh, no. 
uh, oh. a year ago in February. Okay. I can see those now. Yeah, and they've been targeting my hip, my left hip, since I fell. And so now I need a hip replacement. And they've also been making me lose my teeth lately, which is lovely. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they just break. They just break off, you know. And I had really nice teeth at one point, and yep. uh, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take care of your teeth real quick. Yeah, they they targeted yeah. both hips, and I had and uh, I had them both replaced. Yeah, I I um was really scared actually because. Uh, I went last, I guess it was September, and I was due to have it done, like, toward the end of October. And, yeah. like, a week before, you know, I, my pain management doctor sent me to a surgeon, and they gave me, you know, both of them gave me an evaluation, and then they sent me to a, you know, for an approval, like a pre-op approval, and yep. then they approved me. And, you know, I've had all my blood work done and all that stuff. And then, mm-hmm. um, like, a week before, the, my nephrologist called me, and he said, um, do you, um, and he said, you know, you have an appointment with me. And I said, I totally forgot. I said, well, can you work with the, the blood tests I had done? I don't really have time to have more bloods taken. And he goes, well, okay, bring them in. So I brought in the same blood test that the other three doctors approved and he looked at him, and he's like, you're not having a surgery. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, your creatine level is really high. My oh, yeah, like, I remember we chatted. About, we were, we were yep. on the chat about that. Yep. Because of a medication you were on. Yep. Oh, boy. And I stopped that, and they got better. Okay. And um, I still don't know about the blood, because right before, you know, that happened, I guess, no, it's actually in November, so then I, you know, I didn't really want to, be, you know, find out if I had cancer before Christmas, so I thought I'd wait until after the holidays to have another blood test, and then I had scheduled one, and then lockdown came, and now I'm just waiting for that, this to end, so I can go, you know, pick up my life again. Really what do you mean cancer? Did you say um, cancer? Do- yeah. They um they think I might have lymphoma, which is another typical GI. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, they're not they're not sure, but um, you know, my I've had a systemic infection. That my white uh-huh. blood cell count is elevated for it's been over a year now, probably closer to two. Oh yeah. Oh. And um. Like, I don't feel sick or anything, but, you know, he mentioned the type of, of cancer he thought it might be, if it was. He said it's not, uh-huh. you know, you know, just letting you know doesn't necessarily mean it is. But, you know, it's a, a certain type that you can actually live with. I forget what the name of it is, but it doesn't, like, kill you. It just kind of acts almost like an anemia sort of. I also have uh-huh. probably from being targeted. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shake yeah. this anemia. All typical stuff that you know most PRs get. 
Uh, yeah, I couldn't. Uh, um, I was supposed to have both hips done at the same time, but I, I came up as anemic on the blood work, and I knew I wasn't. But I ran out of, um, I was taking enzymes because the the targeting makes your red cells stack on each other. Rouleau, they call it. And the, and the pancreatin I was taking uh, would unstack them. But I ran out and went in the hospital and I said, you're anemic. And they gave me, a, they gave me blood. Oh, they gave me a pint of blood. And they were amazed because it didn't move my anemia and all. I wanted to say, that's because it isn't really anemia. But I didn't want to be crazy. Labeled as crazy. Like, okay, whatever. Well, we're going to give you another pint. No, you know. I didn't know they could do both this at one time. I thought they could only do one at a time. Mm-hmm. They can. They can. They can? Oh. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's a, a little trickier to do rehab, but it's it's doable. I would have rather had it that way, gotten it over with. So, but you had them both yeah. done by now, right? Both yeah, I had them both done a couple months apart. Yeah. And got perked in the hospital. They put junk in my food. Oh gosh. Oh, yeah, I'm really ner- Don't worry about that. I know, but just just make sure you, you check um you look at your meds when they give them to you. Ask if I were you I would ask to have them with the while they're still in the wrappers. Don't let the nurses bring you like uh, pills that are already out of the wrapper in a cup or something, you will know what everything is. And, yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, someone can, they can zap you a little bit, put crap in your food, but the main thing is you, you, you really want to watch to see what you're given. I was in, I was in, uh, Oh, it's someone else got here. Oh, oh. wow. Oh. Guess it's getting busy. Oh, is it? Is that why we couldn't hear you? <laughs> well, I heard, I just heard, um, sound like someone came in. A little ding. I heard, I heard the one ding, yeah. I was getting ready to go in, and this uh, this really nice-looking young man came up to me and said, uh, "I'm a an EMT in training, and I need practice uh, intubating. And would you mind um, letting me uh, intubate you during the surgery?" And he seemed pretty legit, and I said, oh, "Okay." And then he walked away, and I thought, "Oh no, what did I just?" <laughs> so I called the nurse over and said. Uh, you know, I just told that guy that he, he could intubate me for practice or whatever. But I changed my mind. And she said, we don't have anybody in your practice. <laughs> I wow. said, it was an EMT in training. And she said, no, don't have that. Oh, so, Lordy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No miracle. So you just have to pay attention. 
Totally. Yeah. Well, from what um, Richard in North Carolina had told me, uh, you know, they'll just take you in and then, like, you know, you'll go in for one thing and you'll come out, like, without uh, a kidney or, you know, what? Uh, you know, you'll come out with, like, one less, I don't know, lung or whatever, and you won't oh. even know. <laughs> yeah. I don't I think reading, so. I was reading about it, you know. I mean, yeah. It, it, Where? It's some of your organs on the black market. <laughs> no. Seriously. Yes. Your TI? Yeah, they will. And if you don't have anyone oh. with you? He was like, I didn't you know, have anyone with me. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure you go to a reputable place. And, uh, make sure I don't, you... you know, the whole medical system, uh, it's like... I oh, yeah, it's all... It's all. Yeah. No, no. A lot of people are bought off. A lot of people are scared. But there's still some regular folks there. I was one of them. <laughs> well, they're going to have to have this done eventually. I don't know when they're going to start doing elective surgery again. Whenever they start. They just started you know, doing it here, but they just started doing it here. You're yeah. still in lockdown over there, or are they using it up? Yeah, pretty much. Although I think they opened up the. You're thinking about opening up. No, they didn't. They're upset because they won't open up fishing. Uh, I thought the parks were going to open up, but I think he extended the lockdown. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But there's talk of allowing elective surgeries because the uh, the hospitals aren't as taxed anymore. Yeah, I wonder about that too. You know, um, everything I've been reading and everything I've been hearing on the calls. Uh, you know, it seems like they've been ramping up the numbers of uh, COVID cases. So that no matter yeah. what anyone got sick from or died from or, you know, if you had to have an amputation, it was due to COVID. You know, if you had a stroke, <laughs> it was COVID. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it really I've makes wonder. Too. Yeah, I think everything should make us wonder at this point because you don't know. But um, there's definitely uh, contagion out there. Is killing people. But. Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, it's like most of the people that are dying are either, you know, like very old or very young, or if you have a pre existing condition right. like asthma, or if you've had pneumonia, or if you have diabetes, or something like that, mostly, like 98.9% of the people, or something like that, recover without even being intubated. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Some of the people are covering on their own. It's, it's so hard to know. It's so hard to know either way. They're saying there's some residual effects like the scarring in the lungs or something with the heart. But, I mean, we have no idea what this thing is and how it's been tampered with and, you know. Well, it I totally is. believe it's yeah manufactured 
just because right. of what I was saying about it. You know, they said it has part uh, of the HIV virus in it. Yep. Makeup. Yeah, and that's weird because that's not something you just catch from the air. That's like, you know, it has to be like a blood-to-blood thing. You don't just catch it by someone coughing on you. You know, exactly. so this is like... Um, and Fauci did give a lot of money to the research at that Wuhan lab. I don't know why his ass isn't in jail, to be honest with you. And Bill Gates, too. I mean, both of them, they're like... You know, treason. If they're, um, if they're found guilty, you know, if they're found guilty, well, this is like a major thing. Well, Gates, um, Gates was, my landlady told me that Trump kicked Gates off the, out of the, the coronavirus uh, symposium or whatever. He doesn't want him involved anymore. Good, oh. good. Yeah, that's what I said. I want to see if it's true. Of course, she calls me paranoid because I've started to talk to her about some of this stuff. So that either means she's being paid or the the crazy thing is working. (laughs) I don't know which. Well, you know, they kicked Gates and his uh, polio vaccine out of India. And after they kicked him out of India, a lot less kids were coming down with polio. Exactly. I, yeah. Yep. And he's trying to put it. Uh, he's trying to use Africa again, and they don't want him either. Yeah. No. That could happen. I'm so glad people or countries are waking up. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Although a lot of people are. Just think he's the Messiah. Who, Bill Gates? Spending, yeah, because he's spending all his money on coming up with a vaccine for us. <laughs> oh, yeah, but look at how much he has to gain. I mean, if they, you know, if mm-hmm. they find a vaccine or they say they find a vaccine. I mean, you know, if he invests like a billion, he's, he's going to like make, you know, 500 times that, you know in the money that he can get from the vaccine. Everybody in the world gets it. Yeah. Which, um, I have my reservations about that. You know, I saw a nano patch on on an ad, on a commercial on YouTube. They had a nano patch. For what? Yes. For pain. I mean, for what? Pain relief, yeah. Like you peel off the back, like a gummy back nano patch. Mm -hmm. But what was in it? Well, I don't know. They said nanotechnology re- reduces pain, and it looked That's like a broad. yeah, it looked like a big circuit board. It looked just like a big circuit board, and you peel it off and you stick it, you know, wherever I guess wherever you have the pain. And they claim that you know the nanotechnology goes into your system and you know cures the pain. And it's like, oh, okay, and then it goes into your brain. Yeah, it turns you into a um, you know antenna. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. And there's so much pain. People are in such pain that a lot of people go for anything. Well, yeah. Um, I was having uh, euflexo stuck into my hip. Is what they were doing for about two years, and then 
you can make your own stem cells. They can take your own blood and make uh, get your own stem cells. Oh, really? That's what they're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what... Oh, okay. I know what that is. Yeah. They said, like, for an extra $1,000 or something like that per treatment, they could take my blood and put it in a... What does it call this? Again, that's... Centrifuge. Centrifuge. <laughs> yeah. They put it in a centrifuge and they get the white blood cells... And then they, they do something to them, and it supposedly they you know they put it in the flexor when they shoot it into your hip or into your knee. That's supposed to help the you know regenerative process. Oh. But they said you know it doesn't always work. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. So, and if it doesn't, and also the insurance doesn't cover it. Still like a um, experimental thing, you know, exter- experimental right. uh, procedure. So they're not mm-hmm. going to cover it. That sucks. Yeah. So. Oh, I was going to tell you. I, well, you're not worried about the pain beds, but have you have you heard of Krata? K R A T O M. No. What is that? It's an herb. From um, like Thailand, Southeast Asia, uh, and it hit. It uses the same receptors as opiates. Matter of fact, when I was getting off opiates, uh, I would use it so I wouldn't uh, go into withdrawal. It just you know, that's why I had a problem with with opiates, and and um, it works great. It's uh, it it really helps. It's what kind is it of a called? mood lift. Kratom. K-R-A-T-O-M. K-R-A-T-O-M. Kratom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can uh, order it online. And uh, and I liked it because it was kind of a mood lift, even though I'm on any presents. too bad, but um, it, it would really help me. But everything... I get delivered here is perped. <laughs> They're into everything. They open everything. They poison everything. Or I would order some. But it, it really is helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I know they tried, they tried to intercept a couple of my medication deliveries, and I flipped out at the pharmacy. I said, you know, don't give my medications to anyone. You have to bring them up to me because we don't have a doorman. And doesn't matter who says that they know me. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. So they got the meds back and repackaged them and sealed them and sent them over to me. So they sent them over to me sealed. Um, and, yeah. <clears throat> but I know that um, they sent down whatever it was um, they poisoned me overnight, and honestly, I I don't know. I don't think they came in here. They could have, but I think it's more like it's above me, and it's like on one side of me. These perps. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah. a couple times I woke up really bad chemical taste in my mouth, like really oh, made me sick. 
totally. Yeah. So I know that they, you know, they do poison me um, or, you know, do whatever they do. Um, it could be a gas, too. Yeah. I don't know what I think it is. Uh, and I have to get medication for throwing up because they also like to make me puke, which is, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I used to get that really bad. I mean, like, on the floor, puking. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad, really bad. And um, I started using neodymium magnets on my stomach when I feel it would start. Like, I'd start to burp, like, belch first before it's, it got bad. So I could right. hit it early, and uh, it stopped it. So you still use magnets? Oh, yeah. Well, they don't do it anymore. Oh, not for that, no. I use it for back pain. I got, I got um, low back issues. And also, I kind of use them all around just to confuse the signals, but... But no, they don't bother trying to do that anymore because it stopped working. Oh. And it was horrible. That that nausea, that shit is horrible. Yeah. Well, I would know every time they would do it because my cat would throw up usually about 15 minutes before I would get get it. You would always throw up first. Yeah. Wow. So I would kind of know when it was coming and, um, you know, get that, like... You would take that... Take the Zofran or whatever? Yeah, now I do. Well, it hasn't yeah. happened in a while. No, they've been laying off with that. I think they kind of realize that I've, you know, I've gotten the cure for it. They don't there you go. hear me yep. or see me retching or puking or whatever. So it's not like yep. they keep up with it. No, when they see something isn't working, they do stop. Yeah, they just got something else. It's like... Yep. <laughs> So lately it's been tinnitus, like really bad. They do it for like mm-hmm. two or three weeks at a time, and then they just stop. And also they've been starting to pipe in music. And really? I'm wondering, like, you know, yeah, if when, like, voices are going to start. And that's another reason I like to talk on the calls, because I know that they take people's voices and then they pipe them back to them. And that, like, drives, I think that was, you know, not sit too well with me if I had my own voice in my head. That would not uh, wouldn't like that. You hear you hear voices now though? No. No. <clears throat> well you know yeah. for like the past couple of years, um I thought it was like a talk radio station that I was hearing. Because it would be wow. like directly above me and it, it wasn't a radio station. It was just because since this um COVID it's been really quiet here in the city. Uh, I've heard it a couple times, and what it actually is, I think it's part of the B2K because it's it sounds, if you don't listen very carefully, it sounds almost like a, a, a talk radio announcer going on and uh-huh. on. And, but if you listen really carefully, it's um, just like notes and tones that like sort of almost sound like, a, you know, a synthetic personal like voice. Yeah, words. Uh, like if you listen very carefully, it's just like tones. It's not actual words. You have to, you know, like uh-huh. since it's been really quiet, a couple times I heard it and I was 
and again, I don't know if it's part of this B2K because it seems to be like with me in any room that I go into in my apartment. At one point, I thought it was just from one room. Either they're piping it in or it's part of this whole tinnitus stuff because I've also gotten the tinnitus just walking around on the street. I think there's like... Yeah, I get it. I get that when I get hit and I can tell like a windows, not yeah. satellite. When the what you call it's following me, um, I get hit from outside. It it turns up, and then it uh, I get people outside my room here, and and when they start hitting, it it's like a couple layers of it. Every time I get, they start working on them. Right. You know. It's either like um, like a hissing, or it could be a ringing, right. or it could be like a feedback sort of sound. Or it could be all three going at once. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine's mostly like a hissing. Yeah, that's how it was in the beginning. I had like almost a year and a half of just plain hissing. Like it sounded like a radiator, almost like an old radiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now it's uh, evolved to that and also like a high-pitched ringing like, I can actually hear it when they turn the frequencies and they change it from one to another. Yeah, I can yeah. hear the, you know, it, it switch. It's really weird. Yeah, I know what you mean. Have you tried the bone, the bone conduction? Steely? No, I'm thinking about getting a pair of those. Um, yeah. I have regular noise reduction headphones. And I put those on, and I listened to one of those Dr. Virtual, uh, uh-huh. Dr. Seven? Virtual Scatter. Yeah, that seems to get rid of it. Okay. It's really weird. Okay. It can be really loud, and I could put the headphones on and put that uh, scatter frequency on, and it will actually just get rid of it. It's really strange. Cool. I don't exactly know what it does, but whatever it does, yeah. it either screws up the programming or... I'm not quite How sure long do you have to listen? How long do you have to listen to the scattered stuff? Um, like I think one is like a half hour. Oh, okay. Excuse me. I just have to listen to it for maybe like fifteen, ten or fifteen minutes or twenty minutes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll put it on really loud if it's if it's not it's really bad. I'll put it on really loud and listen to it for a whole half hour, and then it, I'll take the headphones off. It'll be gone. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it actually stays, it stays gone. Excuse me. And then other times it'll come back in a couple minutes. You know, 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes, it starts again. But if yeah. I keep putting the, the headphones or keep playing that scatter frequency, and there are a couple of them. Somebody told me to watch out. Some of them are not, um, some of them are put online by perps, specifically to um, harm people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think you always have to watch out for that. Yeah, it's, I mean, honestly, like 20 years ago, I really first noticed it 20 years ago, starting. Because of the job I had at that point, um, I was actually writing poses and presentations. uh, And I'd done a couple for Donald Trump, too. They knew I was doing, you know, what president wasn't the president then but um so they laid off and 
Then I had a roommate, and they didn't bug me. But then about 10 oh. years ago, it started again. So it, it's been happening for like 20 years, but like the past like nine, 10 years, it's been fairly constant. So well, I I know some people. I mean, I don't get B2K. I've heard voices at times, especially early on. It sounded like my neighbors were outside talking about me, but there was nobody out there, and uh, I would hear something in my ear, but mostly I get the tinnitus, and I know some people just don't get V2K. Yeah, no, everyone's targeting is different. Sometimes it evolves. I'm hoping it doesn't, but the other, I swear to God, the other day I was getting, I was just coming out of being asleep, just waking up, and Uh I had sleep paralysis, and I was coming out of synthetic, synthetic dreams, you know, like when you have them, it's like you can sort of tell that they're not real. Um, it's almost like like oh. someone said, watching a movie. Oh, yeah? You can't wake up from. Like as opposed oh. to a real dream. Yeah. It's it's like you feel like you're trapped sort of watching a movie. That's how I know. It's like I have a good idea. It's not a, you know, a, uh-huh. a natural dream. Um, and I thought right. I heard my Agnes' voice. It's really strange. She's been dead for about 12, 15 years. I thought I heard her voice, but it wasn't exactly her voice. So I'm questioning now. It's uh, you know, it's you know, I'm questioning whether it's right. the start of V2K or it's just you know, it was just me in my sleep. I don't like to you know, uh-huh. borrow trouble. It's not really right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, um, did you know that uh, now um, Neil has something he calls a dream machine that he makes? And oh, what is that? He, he, well, he, he can describe it. I can't. But uh, it does something with the frequencies, and he says he, he stopped having disturbing dreams, and he... he would wake up feeling so much better. Um, I'm afraid to get it because they just screw up everything I had. I've gone through several meters. But um, he talked about it uh, the last call I was on with him, and he, uh, I thought about getting one. Oh, that's what it is. Actually, I've never heard him mention it. Dream machine. Yeah, because of this dream machine. It's 115 or something, 100 and something bucks, I forget. Is it a DVD that you plug in and listen to, or is it, you know, a device? No, it's an actual machine. It's a device, yeah. It's a device you plug oh. in. It has a little motor on it. And I don't know much more. That's I just spent a whole... Yeah, you have to ask him. I just spent a whole bunch of money on a, the ionic foot bath to try to get the metal out of me because they poison my water up here in the bathroom, so I can't take baths. I mean, like, you know, soaking detox baths. So I'm just going to do the foot 
all kinds of crap comes out of your feet. Yeah, yeah. Are helpful. Yeah, they're pretty good. They do help. Have you gotten any sort of like interruptions? Because I noticed like last summer I started getting, it almost started like prickly heat, and then I would like uh-huh. scratch it and it would like bleed, but then like the next day it would be gone. It was really, really strange. Yeah. And I was going to go see a dermatologist and it cleared up. And huh. now I get it occasionally. It's, it, I don't know what it is. It's uh, like it's And it goes like, away the next day? Yeah, basically. But sometimes it's huh. so, it's like, it feels like it's under the skin. It's like right under my skin. And I like itch it until it actually will bleed, like scratch it. Uh-huh. And I don't know what it is. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about going to a dermatologist, and then it disappeared. And, you know, since the lockdown, it's been reappearing a little bit, but not anything like it was last summer. I thought it was like prickly heat or something from the heat. But, Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was that. It was a little too intense. I actually took pictures of it. So it almost oh. looked like boils, almost sometimes when it would come out really bad. Oh, like um, pus? Well, it wouldn't actually be like pus, but it would be like um, like mosquito bites almost. Yeah. Or like spider bites. When, Does it actually hurt? I get bites. I get bites. Um, that's how they put the fibers in me, or more, more, I guess they call it more gallons. I'll get a little bite here and there, and then uh, when I really look at it, they're two dark, they're two dots, two black dots, and they always come in twos. And they've been, I've been getting those for years. Um, what is that? Real bad. Yeah, mine are like, mine are like in two also. Is that more gallon? Twos? Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, they're, they're the fibers, because I got them real bad in my incisions, uh, my hips. And I started using clay to pull them out, and there'd just be tons of this just black stuff, these black fibers. And um, that's what they describe Morgellons as being. Wow. What kind of clay do you use? I don't have any now, but I used, I used the green, you know, green healing or bentonite clay. Oh. And I would, I would scratch them open. And the little ones I get and put clay on because it would draw them out. Wow. After a while, they go wherever they're going to go. I mean, I'm sure they're sent somewhere to do their dirty work. <laughs> How do they get them they, in there, though? I don't understand. Is it like from the chemtrails that they just sort of develop? Or, I mean. I don't know. Well, I would get. I remember I first started when I, when I was staying in an extended uh, uh, stay facility after my surgeries, and I would go outside and I'd come back inside with them. So I used to think they were shot from the, the uh, what do they call the drones and stuff, but since I'm getting them in here, I do get cloaked people in here. So they might be doing it. or it might be some remote thing 
or or when I leave the room, they could set something up. Oh, there was a tick in here. <laughs> I'll go tick. walk in the woods. A tick. There was a tick, and it was funny because Neil was talking about having Lyme disease on that on the call that night. And I walk in the bathroom, and right in the middle, smack middle, in my white washcloth, there's this tick crawler. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. He went down the drain. Your tick or dog hmm? tick? A deer tick or a I don't dog? know. What's the difference? Um, dog ticks are bigger. Deer ticks are really little. Like really oh, it wasn't little. it? It wasn't. No, it wasn't really little. It was like a like big enough to. No, it wasn't a teeny tiny one. Like the size of a lentil or so, maybe that size. A lentil. Let me see. Lentil. Like a, like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's probably lentil. a dog tick. That sounds like a dog tick. Yeah, but Your they put really it in here. Yeah. They do stuff like that. Yeah, I was hearing something oh. about insects that they actually, um, mm-hmm. what they call them, weaponized, weaponized insects? Mm-hmm, or robotics. Some of them are yeah, robotics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last summer it was really weird because, like, I was in my bathroom one day and there was, like, a fly in the bathroom. So I killed it, and um, like I have screens all my windows, and they're always shut. And usually in the summer, the air conditioners are just going, so nothing can get in here. But right, the right. Day, I walked in the bathroom, and there were like twenty-five flies, like on the ceiling. <laughs> wow, God. what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, it was really, really weird. And I got like some fly paper, fly tape thing, and I put it up, uh-huh. and I caught them all. And I threw them out, and then a couple of weeks later, the same thing happened. And they were the same little kind of stupid. They weren't like horse flies or anything. They were like these little weird house little, flies. Yeah, little weird house flies, I guess. Those mm-hmm. little little ones, not like big giant things. Not like deer fly or horse fly. They were like little. Yeah, little baby house flies. flies. Yeah, little house flies. I don't know how mm-hmm. they got in. Like well, they can someone they can put them in your room. I mean, however yeah, they do stuff, yeah. slide it on the door through the. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they. they I, I used to get. Oh, yeah, and they used to do crows when I, when I was in Florida. They would send a, a flock of crows. <laughs> it made me laugh, and then when I went to Ecuador, they did the same thing. They, I guess, whatever. But it was How funny there because. Oh uh, well, they can control birds and stuff with frequencies, so they can. They can control animals with frequencies, but they can control birds. True. Someone else true. talked about it, but um, in Ecuador, I was, there were there are a lot of native birds there who really weren't too happy with these crows showing up. So there'd be these big fights. <laughs> It was funny, because that stuff doesn't bother me anymore. I mean, getting hurt bothers me, but but shows of um, weird shows like that don't. Well, there was one I forget exactly where it was, but it happened like two, three years a year, like 
during the day to New Year's Eve in a row, mm-hmm. uh, like hundreds of blackbirds fell out of the sky someplace. And I, I forget exactly uh. where it was. The same day, like hundreds of fish, maybe it was up near the Great Lakes somewhere, hundreds of really? fish washed up on the shore. Yeah, and I was watching the special. I was like, you know, and I think it had something to do with V2K. I mean, not V2K, 5G. 5G, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they're always like, testing it. Yeah. And that they were showing, like, uh, deer and elk walking around in circles, like, because, you know, they migrate and walk. Yeah. Do you see that? They were, like, walking no. around in big circles continually. No, I didn't see that particular thing, but I've, I've seen stuff about birds dropping from the sky in some country. Uh, well, that was here. That country. Some of the United States. Right, right. But, it happened in uh, and there was too. A, there was a place in Europe too where it happened, and they um, and they're starting to ban it over there. Our communities here in the states can opt out of it, uh, but what I heard tonight from two different places is that Trump is pushing for six G, and uh, which is a whole different technology than yeah, and it's not as bad. Well, no, believe. it's good. It's good. It's it's a different technology and it's not as harmful. That's what I thought too. It sounds bad, but I've heard from two different places now that it's it's a different. Well, Karen said it. Was talking about it. Were you you heard Karen Stewart? Um, I heard. Well, I was oh. actually on. I was back and forth on both calls tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times, she she mentioned it too. Yeah, that um, it's a it's a better technology for us. It's not as harmful, and so it's a whole different deal. It's amazing. I hear all this stuff that Trump's doing. That um, if he weren't such a jackass, I never liked him. But now, if he's really doing this stuff, and she was, you heard her talk about. Um, she knows somebody high up in the, another country, I think India or something. They're getting, they got in touch with Trump, and Trump's going to form some kind of um, task force, check into this targeting stuff. Well, because he's been targeted, supposedly. That's what I heard. He's actually been targeted. Yeah, but I've, I've heard that. Who knows if it's the truth or not? I mean, you hear so much stuff. You have to kind of like use your own discernment to figure out what's real and what's isn't real. I don't know. A lot of stuff going around. Well, he feels targeted from the Democrats. <laughs> yeah, but that's not really like, I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. Not yeah. like targeting like, like we get targeted. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, he has the, he has, the top of the line uh, protection against any kind of EMF. So exactly. you shouldn't be, you shouldn't worry about it now. But apparently he's going to look into it. Well, well all this so. other stuff. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. real good. So you used to do presentations for him? Yep. I want him like a couple of big jobs here in the city. I want him the Brooklyn Navy oh. Yard. That was the last one. They um, renovated the Brooklyn Navy Yard. 
into like a giant, sort of like a mall, uh, city center kind of place with shops and gyms and all kinds of things. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. where I am, I had Chelsea Piers, so that was another one. And they changed, they turned these, renovated these old piers that were pretty much abandoned, like I guess in the 40s and maybe early 50s. They just, some of them looked like people just up and left uh, one day and just never came back. Uh, right. And they turned all those into the Chelsea Piers, which is now like a whole. They have everything. They even have a horse uh, riding arena oh, cool. in one of the piers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have a, a batting range uh, out over the Hudson. The ice skating, roller skating, shops, you know, restaurants. Mm. Neat. And, uh, it's just like it's like about two blocks from me, two and a half blocks, and I've never actually even last I've been in it, but. I've never really spent a lot of time in it. I was in it when it was it wasn't even completed yet. I got a like a free pass for a year, and I think I went there about two or three times. Yeah. And, um, and then I stopped going. I don't know. Hmm. A lot of tourists go there. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I don't uh, envy you yeah. being in the city. Yeah, it's really weird, you know, growing up here. Um, I mean, I, I know what the country's like, obviously, and parts of the United States, but it's really weird because I can't think of another place I'd really want to live that would be anything like close to the city. You know, I shouldn't, I mean, yeah. if I ever thought about moving, it would have to be somewhere that would totally, I don't know, either be so totally different or maybe like another city in Europe, oh. maybe Paris or something, or Berlin or something, I might be able to live in. Um, right, right. But um, it would be difficult, I think, for me to transition to a smaller city, you know, unless it was like totally uh, suburban. Like um, I have family up in, in Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, Northern California. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. And yeah, it's pretty up there. And sort of reminds me of Long Island before it got too overdeveloped, sort of what it used mm-hmm. to look like. Um, and one of my cousins actually owns a, I guess it's a, like a ski resort, but it's not, not really for skiers. It's more like, I guess, winter sports. And like if people want to go up there, goes. She has yeah. the main house and like some cabins up there that she rents out. Oh wow, that's nice. Yeah, from the I guess it's the southwestern part of the lake that's in California. Because the northern eastern part is in Nevada, and that's where they have the gambling. Mhm. Yeah. But um, she wanted me to go out there a couple of years ago, but I don't know. I just had reservations about being too close to. Family, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and, are um, they easing? Are they the, easing stuff up in the city? Uh, well, I heard that they're going to be opening. No, uh, well, not yet, really. I think 
next, on the 11th, they're going to be opening some things. And I don't know. I've been hearing different rumors. Like somebody said they were opening, um, what do they say? Uh, barbers, like hair cutters, and gymnasiums. So <laughs> I guess it shows oh, you where the wow. priorities lie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's go to a gym and sweat and sit on stuff yeah. other people sit on. <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah, exactly. And of course, everyone's going to be getting a haircut after this. <laughs> there is. I mean, I haven't shaved in about two and a half months. My beard is like the longest it's ever been. It's really oh, scary. Wow. Yeah. Do you look like Moses. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I did trim it a little bit, so it's not quite that crazy, but it's it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it, like, almost goes up to my eyeballs if I don't shave it down. So I have to, like, <laughs> did, you all, did you have a beard before? Um, no, I had a mustache. Oh, yeah. But I didn't let it. It was pretty big. I have to trim it a lot. I have, like, a lot of facial hair. So I have to keep it trimmed, otherwise it gets out of control like it is now. One of those um, things you clip a dog with. <laughs> What's that? You need dog clippers. Yeah, actually, I have a pair. I have a pair of dog, uh, dog clippers. No, not really. I have another electric electric clippers too. That would be a trick. Yeah, but, I would um, think. Yeah, it's like a lot of gray in it on the side. Like two big, like patches of gray, which never were there before. Oh. So, yeah. Well, that can be very distinguished looking. Yeah. Are they are they um, symmetrical? Yeah, yeah. Like on both sides of my chin, sort of. It's like it's like a thing. Oh yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's um, cool. Kind of lucky because my father went gray really young, and so did my brother. But um, my brother was blonde, so you couldn't really tell with him. And then he put like a rinse in it, so you could never really tell with him like how gray he got. But right. um, my dad was like gray by the time he was like 25. He started going gray, and I'm just basically just starting a little bit on the temples. But um, you are lucky. Yeah. yeah. A lot of TI gray early. Yeah, I know. But the last year, and especially the last couple of months since it's locked down, I mean, they're really using it to step up, you know, targeting. Like I would think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 I agree. I bet a lot of people are going to emerge from their apartments. With beards and <laughs> very oh, yeah. realized Eating people, hair. <laughs> haircuts and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so crazy, though. I mean, if this is all found to be like a big scam, I mean, can you imagine like being alive through the? I mean, it's just a giant hoax. I mean, it's not a hoax. 
we know it's a real thing, but if it, if it winds up being, you know, totally inspired by the media. I don't think it is. I think it's more nefarious than that. I think uh, I think when Richard from North Carolina talks about it, it makes sense to me that it's it's just part of the TI experience. It's 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 all connected. The uh, I think it's all connected with uh, takedown or whatever they're doing. There's a definite uh, contagion out there that's very virulent when somebody gets it, and the mode of transmission is, uh, it keeps mutating. I, no, I don't, I don't think it's a hoax. I think there's really something bad out there, but they really fear monger a lot. Yeah, they do, totally. I don't watch TV anymore. I, I stopped watching network news. I'll watch like CNN once in a while, and you know, I'll go on the internet and watch stuff, but as far as like, mm-hmm. network news, you know, they showed like women fighting over toilet paper in Australia. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'm done with network news. Like, oh, really? And that started the whole the whole hoarding of toilet tissue, which I don't know. I don't understand. You know, really. I don't know. I was just in the store today, and they started having it again. I'm sure lots of people, but there was a limit on how much you could take. <laughs> yeah, the limits here are crazy. Too. Yeah. Even on like meat and stuff, you know, you can only buy like so much. Yeah, um, I heard that. I don't, I don't eat meat, but. Yeah, I heard no, that. No, I don't either. I eat very little. Yeah. That doesn't really affect me one way or the other. I, do, I would eat fish, though. So I eat salmon around here sometimes. But. Yeah. Oh, I eat pretty much. I don't even like, I don't even like chicken anymore. It's gotten like, mm-hmm. I don't know, too much um, hormones pumped into those birds makes them grow up in like you know three weeks as opposed to like you know six months or something they get like gigantic right. in three weeks right not right. normal no no I, I only had to watch one or two videos of that shit to quit eating quit eating animals and oh. and i drove cross country when i was a nurse and i saw these uh the cattle yards in um, whatever states they were i don't know kansas or texas or whatever and they're horrific they're all packed in these oh god i just couldn't stand it anyway yeah i grew up eating beef but yeah yeah well everybody did i mean i saw a special on veal and i stopped eating veal after i saw that yeah yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. I saw another one on, like, killing little lambs, and that was really disgusting. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I like lamb, but I haven't eaten it lately, though, in a couple of years. But yeah. I always like the way it tasted, but... I can eat it. I like the taste of it. It's okay, but for some reason, like... My family used to usually cook it like on Easter. You have like a leg of lamb. Right. 
Yeah, mine too. Ham. Right. But mm-hmm. when they would cook that stuff, I could never, like, deal with it, like, the smell of it cooking. Uh, oh. It just made me so sick. I don't know why. Maybe it's just being around sheep. Like, you know, my mom's uh, uh, grandmother's farm, they had sheep. You know, they had that lanolin oh. sort of smell. That might be really, why. Yeah, that lanolin smell. And when they cook it, it mm-hmm. seems like the whole house smells like that. And it just made it me does. ill. So, yeah. It's the kind of thing you have to eat right away, too, because if you don't, I mean, you can't, like, eat leftover lamb. It gets kind of nasty. Kind of fatty. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least it was, like, mint jelly, which I wasn't wild about. I know. I never liked that too much, either. Maybe that's why I had to eat it with mint to cover up the lamblin smell. I don't know. Hmm. I like little lamb chops, like little baby lamb chops I used to like, but again, after I saw them mm-hmm. slaughtering little baby lambs, so it was like, no. Nah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to eat chicken years ago, but it it, it started, it stopped tasting good. It doesn't. It doesn't even taste good. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it has no taste, and it's like um, right, right, up or something. It's weird. It's not not right. <laughs> not right. Not right at all. No. So I, you know, like you only fish, uh, salmon or other fish, and vegetables. Right. Stuff like that. You know, eat cheese, you know, dairy mm-hmm. products, yogurt. But I very rarely. Yeah, eggs. I like eggs. Okay. Uh, but never, very rarely, will I have like red meat anymore. I don't know. After mm-hmm. you stop eating it, you don't really, you don't really miss it. You know. Yeah, you can lose your taste for it. Yeah. Like disgusting now. You know too much. (laughs) I know. I think I might try to turn in. Yeah, I think so too. It's probably yeah, it is actually it's after four here. So in the Oh my god, David. Yeah, I usually sleep until about um, noon or 1 o'clock, and then I'll get up, and then I'll be up until, like, around now, and then I'll sleep, fall asleep by 5 and get up around 1. No, go to bed, David. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked you? Why? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, hello, hello, my friend. Hello, um, hello lady. Hello, I'm Nancy. Who's this? Is this Saddam? Yes, Nancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were you lurking in the background? No, actually, uh, I got my sleep in. I turned in early, and uh, I, I woke up about 20 minutes ago, and my alarm clock normally goes off at 5.30, so I said, ah, the hell, I had to get up. 
So I took a shower and something just totally check and I checked and I said, Oh, there's a day. Running his mouth. Yeah, I didn't know your voice too uh, too, too much actually, but I heard that- David and I I started smiling as soon as I heard his voice. <laughs> I said the damn night owl. <laughs> yeah. This is I'm just getting ready at this point. This is like the height of my day. This is like, you know, most people's midday for me. Well, you were on Frank's con. You saw when I signed out. I went out and looked at, into uh, Derek's call for about 45 minutes. Yes, yeah, so did I. Got, yeah, oh, did you hear me in there? Yes, I did. <laughs> but he, he cut the call off real quick. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, got to go, quick. <laughs> Well, your friend. Well, he, I, your friend he, didn't like the, the, he didn't like the UN aspect of it. No, he didn't like that. But also, what's her name came on? The one that you're, you, um, what's her name? Oh, uh, she was just talking to her the other night. She was trying to, she was a the doctor. The one that was. Eva? Yeah, yeah, no, not Eva. She was all. The one like, that goes on and on? Oh, uh, 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 goodness, goodness. She's a psychiatrist. She's trying to sell you something. Oh, yes. Yeah, she came on again. You know what? I she said, oh, no, she... I, but yeah. he hung up. Actually, he got off with her coming on asking questions. Yes, he cl- he hung up on her, basically. He was like, okay, go. Got to go. Bye. And she was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he cut her off real quick. <laughs> is that the one that was was she's talking about the assessments she wanted to do on everybody yeah. uh, people were asking her for credentials and can you show us some license that's right <laughs> she was like hemming and hawing and oh yeah well um, uh, the mom's had a crying on the phone I'm surprised she even got on the phone. I noticed she was not anonymous to that. It's not you want to give up your allegiance. Saddam is anonymous. <laughs> oh, well, give me two. Ah. Oh, here we go again. They cut me off. They cut you off? Yeah. When when those detailed conversations start coming around where you start identifying with perpetrators, somebody ends up cutting you off. So, Dom, can you see, are you on the computer, on the TalkShoe app? No, I called in. Why? You want me to... Oh. oh, I just wondered if anyone was in the chat. No, I, if anyone was talking, they'd people, be talking. We could hear people dinging in all night. It's like ding, ding, ding. So oh, yeah, I noticed that too, and no one joins the conversation. Right. Yeah, that happens a lot on this particular line. Actually, I was going to start a, another one that's after hours. And David, this is something else, considering the fact that you're online too. It was going to be one where I was going to set it up to have an open password where any of us can use it. 
but it would be opened up basically like, you know, after or during Frank call or during one of the calls where you want to pull over and talk to someone else or a group of people, but it's opened up at the same time Frank call is. Maybe you want to have a sideline conversation uh, or something like that or share information that's at the same time instead of waiting. Yeah, I do well, on, I don't want to do it on, on someone else's site. In other words, you can send a private, you can send a private message to someone. I, on yeah, but yeah, but you, you'll send a private message, but you'll still be stuck on that individual's call. All the information will be on that call. See, I'm not a what big proponent of reco- I'm not a big proponent of recording calls nor collecting people's information on these no, sites, which uh-huh. is quite stupid. You know, I mean, you, it's people are setting themselves up basically for <laughs> for yeah, what the government's been doing them? in the first place. Huh? Right. Why do you think I don't speak right. on these calls a lot of the times? Um, but what about Eva's call? She had that call set up. She said we could use any time. Yeah, but once again, you know what? No, no one is taking the stand that I stand that I take, and every time I open my mouth up about it, basically I get blasted. So I, I'm yeah. a little bit less trusting of individuals because no one wants to address it. And I put it in the simplest terms: Do you go to your doctor without checking their credentials? Do you drop your kid off at a school without t- checking the school out or the teacher's con- uh, uh, credential? and the safety of your child? I mean, do you just give your information to just anyone? Do you allow anyone to just record your conversation and not know where that information is going to go and how it will be used? Or if the government comes after you and tells you they want that information, you're going to give me that information or else we're going to put you in jail. If they come to you basically with a subpoena or a warrant, well, you know what? You're going to have to give them that information. No, I they got a court order. Now to automatically right. record to, to record someone and 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 say that you're going to record it, it means that you cannot be as free as you should be in those calls. And so when I bring that to the attention of everyone, I get slapped in the face. So no, I don't trust any of them as far as that's concerned because they're look they're a little bit alike like a days ago about, for lack of a t- better term, patient safety and private information. And a lot of people say things that could be used against them in a court of law. Yeah, I'm surprised at how many people actually run their mouth and, like, say stuff that I wouldn't, I mean, say in a million years about, you know, giving out their phone numbers and stuff. It's like, even that, you know, is, is a stretch. Well, yeah, but then also realize that one of the things that I observe, and you got to realize I come from the government intelligence and in and, and Silicon Valley, but it's also one of those things where a lot of people that come in the room in the first place are using fictitious numbers anyway. Uh, right. They're not their real phone numbers, and, and the vast majority of them that come in the room are Internet throwaway numbers, or some of them have subscribed to a service to get a fictitious fictitious number that they can dial in via the internet. But then on the other side of the coin, if you haven't noticed, there's a lot of psychologists, mental health experts, uh, this, that, and the other thing that comes into these calls 
and a number of them don't even announce themselves or say that they're there. And so you're freely given information. Now, who these people are working for, they work for themselves. We don't know, but we know that they're there. And if you're a targeted individual, basically, you should be. You could be divulging information about your conditions, your environment, what you're doing, the stresses that you're going through, giving that free information that they're collecting on you. And the next thing you know, somebody's knocking at your door, giving you a mental health evaluation because somebody has turned you in that you're a danger to yourself, the community, or others. So oh, you know yeah. what? No one's thinking about that. And I said, I can't be the only one. We got people here that are my age. You know, <laughs> and claim to be expert and concerned about everyone, but are not looking at this private information and the conversations that are going on and the vulnerability of these TIs. Not even are the you saying, attorneys that they bring up there. Are you saying they could, someone could provide a recording of things that you say about yourself? Yeah, or your all, all the calls. Yes, yes, they can take those and recordings do, and calls do what against you. Really? They can take that basically to the, say that you're a danger to yourself or to others, or you you're hallucinating, uh, or are you psychotic? They can use that. But you'd have to prove it was a true recording of you. That's easy. Your phone number's there. Your email address is there. Uh, in addition to the fact the IP the IP address of the computer that you're using are there. I'm, it's easily traceable no. directly back to you. That's a piece yeah. of cake. And, uh, I just never I heard of anyone being committed for for uh, for what they've said on the phone. Uh, well, realize everyone that's basically a real targeted individual, and and I can well I can tell you this, I can tell you it happened to me. Oh, uh, and that's why I can that's why, but they couldn't use it against me because of the yeah. fact that I was in an active court case and they were recording yeah. and, mo and monitoring me. I was in an active court case and if oh. they would have divulged that, uh, they could have gone to jail. <laughs> so to make oh, a long boy. story short, when, when yeah. I came back and found out about the method, what they were doing from my computer to my phone to my automobile, you know, then I threw that back in their face Everyone got quiet. No one wanted to talk to me then. <laughs> uh, but uh, this is what's happening, you know, to everyone that's really a targeted individual. Once you get on a list or in a program, 95 to 99% of the time, they've already tied your phone number in, your computer in, uh, basically, to what you're doing. They want to identify with something. And when yeah. you talk about the technology as far as um, um, uh, the mapping of the brain uh, and what they're doing there for those individuals that convey the fact that they're implanted, while they're coming in and experiencing different things uh, that may trans uh, transpire in the call where there's anger, love, and so on and so forth, and they mm -hmm. are, their brains are being mapped out on how they react and respond to certain stimuli and certain people that may be intentionally targeting them to solicit a response from them. So what you end up doing in those calls is feeding that AI computer that everyone is talking about. Does that make sense? You're right. Yes, it does. Yeah, You're and right. so it's just one of the things that the moderators don't want to deal with. It. I've addressed it. 
and uh, it's like they want to lynch me for it. <laughs> well, um, when well, you tra- address it, what do you say? What did I say? What do you say when I'm you t- address it? What do you say? Well, well, well. For one thing, I said uh, at certain times, depending on what your call is going to be, where people are openly sharing, those calls should not be recorded. You know, because they're already vulnerable. But this is something that's within your control. And I right, said right. that means law enforcement or whoever can go get the information by whatever means. But we know that the moderators have taken precautions, whereas the information is not going to come from any recording that they initiated. And uh, mm-hmm. that uh, met with resistance, as if they don't understand. And then the other mm-hmm. thing that I said, to give a lot of the people a comfort level, basically, of of the moderator themselves, I think maybe you guys should post a disclosure statement saying that I do, um, uh, this call is not, re- uh, um, I'm sorry, um, I do not work for or have worked for any organization, government, or a contracted private organization uh, that's involved in any way, shape, form, or fashion with what we are discussing here today as far as technology is concerned, targeted technology. You can lie. And, uh, you can lie. Well, no, that's okay, but once again, I, I my legal hat is on. If they do okay. lie and that document is out there with their signature on it, I have a document in court that I can go in. See, evidence is everything. Yeah. Protecting yeah. yourself is everything. The government's not going to do it. The government turn around and say, well, you got on there and ran your mouth. Do you have a disclosure statement that they didn't work for the FBI, DOJ, or this right. contractor? No, Your Honor. Well, that's on you. You didn't protect mm-hmm. yourself. You had constitutional rights, but you went out there and blow, blabbered your mouth off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's what it's all about. If you have that document and you go in court, and subsequently you end up running into court with a recording that's made, or that individual is now there and they're testifying against you, you got that document in your hand. You know, and and once again, that's what I'm saying. That the, uh, for every precaution, you need to protect yourself. It's fine to go out and share information and and collaborate with like-minded and like injured EIs per se. But then each and every one of you need to protect yourself. Right. And you're not doing that. And then people get mad at me for bringing it up. They, well, we've been knowing each other. I said, have you ever met each other? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, but notice, uh-huh. notice when you brought up the fact that everybody should get together and join forces, and you were slapped down by, what's his name, Richard Lighthouse, and then I said something, and then somebody else said something, and suddenly I was getting off Frank's call, and like, oh, yeah, we should all get together and hang out, and, you know, all of a sudden, it's gone from, you know, everyone having their own little kingdom to let's all get together, like a couple months later, right? When you said it originally yeah. to Richard Lighthouse, he like smacked you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a call with Richard Lighthouse? 
No, they don't have a call. They normally join in on other on other oh. uh, okay. moderators' call, uh, which is fine and which is fine and dandy. But then they have uh, their organization set up where it's like closed in, and you get reports about what they're doing, but the there's nothing that you, you don't meet anyone else. There's two or three people that will come on board. And then you have mm-hmm. other people that will rally around them saying what a good job they're doing. Well, this is the same thing that we used to do to other organizations, basically. <laughs> in factions in the military, we would set up something, basically, to get everybody to come to us and spill the beans and then turn around and turn it on them. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you should trust you, Saddam. No, I mean, seriously, I mean, these were the, that wasn't the area of my expertise, but these were the people that I worked around. And and so to share that and convey that and then slapped in the face, and you got to realize one other thing, trust me, because I'm I'm the only one that's in court, and and I'm the only one with the son, (laughs) or, or a child, basically, that I could hear, but I am definitely the only one, it appears, that's in court and still in court and can't get out of court. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh oh. Who's that? that radio? Not me. Not me. <laughs> Not me. Oh. Was it me? No, I don't know. You turn the radio off, the T V? No, I don't have anything on actually except for my laptop that's asleep. There it is. Oh, there it is. So we got a perpetrator here. Somebody showed up, and they're on their phone and the computer. That's what. That's the feedback that comes back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, Saddam, I think you ought to. That idea is great to have a a, a side call. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's it's just one of those basically where. You know, the, the, the side call works in conjunction with, you know, the other ones and mm-hmm. and basically extended after our. But, David, also, it's one where it's like you're around a lot, so it's like share that password uh, mm-hmm. information so you can control it and stuff like that. Right. Uh, but, no, or, not or one that I would control. Uh, I'm sorry? Okay. No, go ahead. No, it's one that, you know, we all can share and control. You know, I don't like to own anything. I like to share. <laughs> right. You know, it's well, like that's fine. About how are we going to be able to not let, like, perps get the number? Like, you know, I think they'll eventually. Well, you know, that's, that's what happens, basically, when you have a select or, or you know, somewhat of a group of, uh, of people come in. You're able to knock off anyone that you want to, being the administrator. So you would be an administrator, but not a moderator. Yeah, exactly. But you know, only with the only with the the simple fact that there will be an agenda item that everyone wants to discuss. In other words, we're not taking forever mm-hmm. on one particular subject. These are the top five hot items on our right. list. I'm a solution oriented type person. I, I think take that's the a top good five. 
it, it does. I mean, I, my, it's like a project plan, and it's like a war plan. And from the military to my business life to my personal life, it's everything's been in a project, in a methodical, logical project plan with the top items that you want to attack and uh, the solutions associated with that and uh, moving progressively through a logical plan. And meetings are like that as well. You don't spend too much time on it because when you're a TI, as you know, there's a lot of information coming from a lot of places. Some of it is news, and that's the top of my list. What's the current right. news? What's the, what's the current news? Uh, uh, number two on the list, basically, would be the newcomers. Five minutes for that, anybody that came in with, with new information or what have you. And number three, basically, what's anything legal-wise is there new? Uh, number four, basically, anything anyone has any new tangible evidence, basically, as far as uh, their targeting, measurements, documents, and lawsuits that may go forward. And uh, uh-huh. uh, the next steps, the next steps. Um, but then that's a repeatable agenda. And news right. will always be be at the top of that. What's the current news? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, um, so like, does one of us have to be a moderator, or could we both be like, um, or just have a bunch of people who would like take the call? Well, like you, David, maybe knocking this off the first time, you and I would be the moderator since we, you know, we're always around, but be the moderator, but only in the sense we have that top agenda item. And what I mean moderator only in the sense that the agenda item item is there to get out of the way, and we're moderating the fact, whereas you're kicking somebody out of the call, in other words. I'm not that nice. You can nice. do that. Somebody comes. Yeah, yeah. you'll I'm, do that. I you'll am do not it. that nice. Good. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not that Good. nice, honestly. I don't want to put up shit on the calls. Like that bitch last night. Yeah, when you said but, that, I appreciated you. When you said that, I said, oh, I like him immediately. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't, I don't want to hear, you know. I mean, it's one thing. I don't know. You probably weren't even on the call this morning, early this morning, or yesterday morning. Um, that woman, Misery. Nancy, you were on the call. You remember? Yep. She was yep. on the call. She was. Um, Who? What's her name? Well, her, she's from Missouri, the state of Missouri, so they call her Misery. Mm-hmm. Everybody got on. Mm-hmm. Everybody got on the call with her and took a chance trying to like calm her down, and basically she's wasted like. Like what three hours? Like yeah. About, um, you know, yeah. She's husband. narcissistic, and she has a narcissistic husband, and and everyone seems Same. to hear her She's story like, multiple times. Yeah. What was her conversation? Any... What was her topic? A conversation or a major gripe? Um, would you talk to me trying to <laughs> trying to get Sean to to like speak to her on the phone? Like I'll give you money if she if you talk to me. I mean, what the hell was that about? Money? I, yeah. I didn't okay, hear that. Was that was a perp. That was a, when something comes up like that, you can guarantee it's a perp. And especially if you guys were having an intelligent, interactive conversation, something that was key. Uh, well, it, it wasn't like that. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know if she's like a bottomless pit, and she uh, she didn't interrupt a topic. She came on late and asked to speak to Luda. Although maybe she did interrupt something, David. Did she? No, I don't think it was anything. That, I mean, Luda was like basically giving out her home remedies and stuff, and telling people, you know, do this and do that, and shield this, and like make cabbage soup and do whatever, and like. <laughs> Luda's yeah. like, you know, the mother of us all. It's like, okay, you, know, mm-hmm. you got a boo-boo, go put a, you know, eye down on her or whatever. But Luda was like, basically, you know, and then she got on with Luda, and Luda was like, uh, well, you're a lot of problems, so I don't know what to tell you. And then who else, and then Setzer got on and tried to, like, yell and scream at her, and they had a yelling, yelling and screaming fight. Mm-hmm. Um, enough for but then he time. came back. Then he came back, yeah. and he... He tried to work with her, but she she is impossible. I mean, I've had therapy with people like that. They don't uh, respond I th- to I think any directives. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. everybody went everybody off. Everybody like you know, uh, you know, marry uh, Sean, and then um, and then Sue got on, and she was on with her for like an hour, trying to talk her out of you know whatever. And, you know, she's like, really, it's crazy. It's like, you know, we're not... She can't identify, she can't identify her, her, her issues of the moment. Yeah, she's, she's married and separated from someone who made her black and blue. And, uh, it's just, yeah, beat her up. And, and like, I mean, mm-hmm. But her problems just keep going on and on, and she wants someone to tell her what she should do. But when anyone well, makes her, a... Suggestion. Well, Nancy, first they, question I was at, does she have any kids around her? No, thank goodness. Oh, thank goodness. No. She's been homeless. She's she's hemiplegic, um, some issues, you know, with mobility. And she's by herself now. And so Mr. Abuse moved out. Um, but now she says, gee, now no one can bring me food. But the guy was beating her up when he was. It's just one thing after another, and she and she will not uh, identify an issue and and a solution. It's just circular. Yeah, uh, she's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, even even Eiffel got on and yelled and screamed at her, but I was off. I had to allow you. I, I, I was on mute at that point. I only caught, I went back, I'm done, I'm done. And I put my headphone back on. And then I Eiffel, can't believe Eiffel well, talked. Yeah, no. I was like, wow. Oh, they introduced her to Richard. Oh, <laughs> That's what they were saying. <laughs> where is he gone? I mean, I'm like worried about him now. If you like, you know. Oh, you are not. Stop that. Well, I mean, can you like, imagine both of them on the on a call together competing for time? They should get married, actually. <laughs> I wanted to set them up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. You know what? Richard always wants yeah, to give his phone number. Call him. Let's, let's set it up where say, hey, we got someone you can call now. Yeah, right. He'll he'll talk to her, I'm sure. Oh please. Oh please. Oh my god. I can't even imagine that no. conversation. 
That's it. And you know what? That'll be the wrong thing, Dick, because maybe she'll come back and get on both of our kids. Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? She's worse than I am. She's worse than me. She's <laughs> As they say, no one understands another narcissist but another narcissist. Exactly. Right. So she doesn't want to be hopeless. That's all. But uh, you know what? The, the other funny part about that was uh, I still don't understand why why Derek hung up on the uh, the psychologist. <laughs> well, you said she huh. I mean, she wouldn't get any of her, uh, you know. Well, she did. She said life. she yeah. said she wasn't licensed. I think she she did mention she was didn't hold a license currently. I think you'd be a psychologist and not be licensed. I don't. I don't, I don't think she said she should. I don't know that she said. She did tonight. Did she say? She said, I, I, I want to make some extra money, like uh, evaluating pain or something in, in TI. Uh-huh. What's that? She about? said, I'm a psychologist? She said that night before. Was that night before? Were you on that call day? She said that night before. Yeah. Yeah. And, you can't really call yourself and, uh, a psychologist unless you're licensed. Uh, she, I think exactly. she said she has a PhD. But that doesn't make and, her a, a therapy person. <laughs> but you know what it sounds like? I think she's doing her thesis. She's trolling for, for yeah. Or she wants to charge, though. Yeah, but yeah you you're, you're, you're probably you're right. Working, if you're working up under a doctor's care, basically, you can do that while you're doing your thesis. Yeah, yeah. Under you a have doctor's to work supervision. Under, uh, a license mm-hmm. or another licensed psychologist, you could do it too. Yeah, you could just come out and say it then. I'm working on, you know, I'm working toward my thesis and I'll, you know, I need some. Well, that's the other thing that bothers me because Derek hung up on her, and I know Derek knows that I'm the one that turned around and will challenge someone and ask them why. Are they asking questions? And they are a professional knowing how important PHI, private health information, is. And you're asking direct questions of people, basically, that will be divulging, you know, their their clinical conditions, actually, uh, to you over an open mm-hmm. line, and you're not even yeah. asking or identifying who in the hell you are. You sure didn't. No, no. Right. But she said, you can go to Derek, or uh, I'll go to Derek, and I'll leave him information. Well, if Derek knows, then he should know, basically, to share that information. I said, no, I'm not getting involved in this. You're the one that came in here looking for information. But well, that's not being done. I mean, he did hang up on it, so that says something. I I say enough to get in trouble, whereas it makes sense, and it's actually law in the first place, and I think everybody knows it. So from my perspective, thinking that, or looking, my perspective and thinking, I always look, I always look for something's wrong with this picture, in other words, because it can't be all these moderators and not be trying to protect other people's interests, They're protect them. I mean, once again, we got people that are my age. I can't be the only one because I learned this stuff when I was in my 20s. I'm in my 60s now. 
So, so once again, they they said, "Oh, you're paranoid." I said, "Yeah, well, shit, paranoid yeah." Paranoid my life. They said they call it forward thinking, forward looking. Mhm. I think it's a good well, idea. Yeah. yeah, I would go for it. I mean, I would do it, but. You know, I, I like the idea of having, like, a topic, and, you know, Danny and I were talking about, you know, setting up workshops, um, like, proactive workshops, either education or, you know, just pick a topic and just see who you can get involved and actually do stuff, you know. It doesn't have to be all about, like, Richard, like, hacking and technology. It doesn't have to be all about something other. It could be about, like, you know, Take a consensus, take a vote, and just, you know, have a topic. I can't think of that lady's name that came out. She said, there's too much to do when you're a TI. you got to do research for this, research for that. you got to understand this. Then you got to write this down. She said, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, that's exactly. I kept my mouth shut once again. And I said, that's exactly what I'm talking about. When you go to your doctor, you're telling them, Doctor, these are my symptoms. This is I'm not feeling well. And the doctor, in his capacity and his expertise, basically, will turn around and pick out those things that he, in his expertise, can contend with, and he refers you to someone else for those things that he cannot, or you know, do the diagnostic testing. And in this particular case, basically, people are. Uh, that are real, truly TIs are coming in and they don't know anything. They just know that they're being stalked, uh, they're being electronically harassed. Now, you don't tell somebody to go to the Library of Congress, basically, and research your stuff, then come back. You give them a basic <laughs> overview. Uh, go ahead. I mean, we get to the point where as I start hearing people breaking down cell technology and carrying on down to the atom, then I said, oh, my God, it in a conference call? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but but uh, once again, that's one of, those, one of those things where you bite your tongue and keep on going, and just hopefully they don't take too much time on, on the discussion. But, uh, but they will know, if you I, let them. Well, some people, you just got to let get it out. <laughs> I mean, but when it came down to me, I didn't want to hear it in, the, in a conference call when I found Targeted Massachusetts. What I did was do my due diligence on my own because I already knew I was being attacked because I came from an electronic background. But then what I started looking for first, all right, what asshole from the government and what government contractors were out there that had this technology? That's where my search start. The next thing I wanted to know was how many people was there like me. <laughs> and, and, and that's the next thing I started searching for is looking for how many people that felt that they were being stalked by the government, harassed by the government, and uh, then subsequently the electronic portion came down later. Um, and that's when I came down to targeted Massachusetts finding them. But then I, I had to shut my mouth there because of something else that I discovered, that the numbers just weren't there, that everyone was conveying inside the room, 
of uh, being millions here in the United States and uh, even more so overseas. The numbers wasn't matching up to my research. And then I started looking for other things like the CIA, commercial business, the FBI, DOJ, and establishing, <laughs> I'm sorry, and establishing some of these sites uh, like radio stations, uh, moderator sites that we're seeing now uh, to see if the government was involved in establishing any of these sites so they collect information from the people that claim to be TIs. That was my next step of my investigation or, or my research. <laughs> and once again, I had to bite my tongue. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I left from offline last year for a long period of time because I ended up discovering everything that I was looking for, people that I, you know, I, I mean, you have to realize back in the day, remember the CIA used to put spies in the Wall Street Journal, uh, the Washington Post, I mean, like they that, do, and they controlled they? the information, as well as TV, Dan Rather. I mean, these are people that I grew up with. Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. Um, what's, what's the frequency, somebody? What was that? <laughs> Poor Dan, rather. Oh, no, that, that was... Uh, that what's the frequency, uh, somebody? Uh, Who was with the, uh, with the FBI, with, with the uh, CIA. No, and, uh, what's his name? One, the, the, one of the news guys, it was, it was, they made fun of him because... He he said to somebody, or he was heard saying, or something. What's the frequency? And then somebody's name. Oh, maybe you didn't hear about that. Anyway, doesn't the CIA no, still? Oh, the CIA still has a lot to do with mainstream media, though, right? Oh hell, y'all! They're still. They even admit it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Bl it's blatant now. They they admit it. The FBI admits it. They throw it in your face and tell you, and they say, so what? Yeah, really. Laughing your face, kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, media, freedom of speech and freedom of the press is not what it, it, it used to be, and that's why they started swallowing up a lot of the independent radio stations and a lot of the independent newspapers around the country because they wanted to control the radio, TV, and the news media. They couldn't have somebody that was... Uh, well, well, look at it this way. There was, in the United States, back in the 60s, there was over 26,000 independent newspapers. There was over 15,000 independent radio stations. How many are there now? <laughs> Three. Yeah, my dad bought a a radio station for about five minutes back in the early 60s. <laughs> yeah, radio independent, your 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 uh -huh. your backwoods, hometown, you know, right, little right. radio stations. Yeah, they, 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 that was a life bread, the little small community. People loved it, tuned into it, whether it was AM or FM. Uh, but uh, they swallowed those up. And uh, just like a lot of the ham radio operators now, uh, that was the next area, um, uh, independent airwaves. But uh, no, independent newspapers, small magazines, as well as the TV, they sucked those right up into now just six 
That's why I don't watch television. I don't watch that this week. I haven't watched TV since 9-11. Well, you know what? I do watch every, you know what? Once a a week on Friday, I will watch the 6 o'clock news. Reason being because they summarize everything that happened for the week. And then also it gives me a baseline after I get my news on the daily on the Internet uh, and email uh, uh, for independent news. I can match that what to what they're not saying on TV, exactly. and so it just kind of like, reinforces. Like, huh? Mostly, what they don't say. Yeah, I mean, it's bullshit. I mean, it's like you know, it's this uh, dialogue hysteria. I'm really tired of it. You know, like I was saying, when they show like people like fighting over toilet paper in Australia, and it like starts people hoarding uh, toilet paper all over the world. I mean, it's kind of crazy. You see how they work. It's like, you know, they just love this shit. They just eat it up. Fear monger. Yes, fear monger. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I still like to watch mainstream just to see what what the current narrative is out there, though. (laughs) That's exactly why, because, yeah, that's exactly why. And it's what they don't tell you, basically, that reinforces, you know, the disbelief yeah. and not trusting media in the first place. Right. Nancy, how old are you, if I may ask? Oh, no problem. Uh, 67. Uh, well, well, see, now you understand. You definitely understand. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those stations, one of those situations where back in the day, you know, when we were watching our black and white TV. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. <laughs> we could uh, basically flip through our little channels uh, and uh, see the news as it was given to us, because we uh-huh. only had one. We only had that one source of news, uh, notwithstanding uh-huh. our AM/FM radios. But uh, uh, we can we could almost trust the news at that time. But during the I think 60s people period did. of time, yeah, they people did too did much. Trust. And and now we know that right. the things right. that we were watching then were live now. Right. Um, right. That's what the internet. They did not anticipate the internet doing was people uh, um, really sharing information and revealing information that was being uncovered, then all of a sudden they had to start disproving, you know, that information and start calling us conspiracy theorists yes. until other people started doing digging. Yeah. But you really like digging for the truth. Online, even. I mean, there's so much bullshit online, too. I mean, some of these, I don't even know. I mean, I guess anyone would just go on YouTube and make a, a video. You could put anything online. You could just say basically anything. And I've seen like pretty much everything online. I think after a while, you just become I don't know, dated or whatever. Yeah, but then you, you know what I mean. The, the the older you are, the more wiser that you are, and uh, more discernment. Because, yeah. Yes, yes, and and because we've already gone through those experiences and knowing that the lies, I mean, lies are still being revealed and uncovered from back in the, 
the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, <laughs> especially Watergate. <laughs> but, but, but uh, you know, for anything that we look at now, we're a little, we are a little bit more discernible. Uh, and we are looking at the individuals as delivering it as well. So I avoid that, and I I hate to be age discrimination, <laughs> discrimination, but I am. In other words, I'm not. I am. I'm not looking. But I am. In other words, I'm not looking at Snoop Doggy Dog or Tupac to get me. <laughs> No, you're not of the hip hop generation. For... Say that again, Nancy. I said you're not into hip hop. Oh, oh, I cannot stand it. <laughs> I know, I, I know. I don't get it. it. It makes me sick. I can't I stand it. Oh, to be a matter of fact, I have paid people to turn the stuff off. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dollar of your radio. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, I have paid people to turn it off, and my son has never heard any hip any hip hop, and uh, he has not even looked at a cartoon basically where he's seen animals hitting each other. You know, I call that violence. That's where they start implanting violence in your children at an early age via cartoons. You That's know, true. animals hitting each other, kicking, beating. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, the big Bugs hammer? Bugs the old yeah, Bugs yeah. Bugs violence yeah. starts. Violence like starts with children violence. with cartoons. Yeah. It's like sex and violence. It was like Bugs Bunny was going around with drag and getting his, like, brains beat out and, like, you know, uh, Rogue Runner was always, like, beating up the coyote and, like, mountains would fall (laughs) on his head. It was, like, and, or they were doing drugs, you know, it's, like, (laughs) it's crazy. It was, like, just drugs. I found a bunch of, yeah. But but it's funny, like, going down the river, smelling ether, whatever, like, all high and stuff. Oh, wow, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, that's why I I like, I watch Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse was my favorite cartoon. Nobody was that? I couldn't anybody. watch cartoons. My Mighty mom Mouse. wouldn't allow me to watch cartoons. Oh, oh. I did not see. <laughs> no, seriously, she explained. I, I did not get to watch cartoons until I was eight years old. Hmm. Eight, well, eight had, nine years know, old. I couldn't watch them in the morning on Saturday morning until like what? 11, 12, and then it was like TV went off, and if it was nice, we had to like go out. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't nice, we had to like, you know, help around the house. So it was like, hope it was nice to like go out. Because we wouldn't be sitting around the house like doing stuff. I mean, not, now kids don't even go out. It's like, you know, every, everyone has virtual yeah. friends. Who has real friends anymore? <laughs> Seriously, they did like a study in. in uh, High school kids, and they asked them how many friends you got, and these kids would be like, oh, I got like 3,000, you know, I got like 900, whatever, and they're like, well, how many real friends do you have real time? And they're like, none, one, you know, two, maybe. Crazy. Yeah, it's like, it is. Well, you know what I really appreciate is the fact that, the, I mean, my... It, it made sense, as my mother told me, because I said, mom, why did... 
everybody's telling me about these cartoons and school blah blah blah. Can why can't I look at cartoons? Well, during that period of time of growing, we were not looking at cartoons. I was looking at sitting in my father's lap, my mother's lap, you know, and looking at family-oriented programs. And uh, mm-hmm. the other thing was that my mother had taken time all the time for petting zoos, feeding birds, uh, being oh, cool. kind to animals, in, in other words. And so then when I started to, you know, to be able to digest the kindness of growing up, and then I was allowed to watch cartoons, I said, oh, Mom, look what, it, it was just the opposite. Mom, look what they did to the cat. Or, Mom, look, <laughs> oh, look at that, Mom. Look. So I was appalled more of hurting animals and other people. Oh, Mom, look, he hit him. You said, Mom, don't ever hit, look. <laughs> and I'm pointing at being appalled of that. So it's different. It's It's different mm-hmm. when you take it from that perspective and, and so I appreciated that I really do because I'm a sucker for animals I mean my mom said I should have liked, let you watch them beat them because look at you now you bring every stray damn animal home <laughs> and it's costing me it's costing me <laughs> oh, but, uh, I like the Lone Ranger I would always watch the Lone, the Lone Ranger, Ranger. Yeah, he was so cool. He didn't even hang around to hear a thank you. He was just yeah, you know what that the Lone Ranger and uh, I tell you one of my grandfathers and you probably I know you know this uh, uh, was uh, two of them. It was Lassie. Come on Sunday. Oh yeah, of course. Lassie was Lassie was on. Lassie was on. And the and the other one get this one there. Bam, 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 bam. What was that? The first, what first started out, Nancy. That's the first part. The rifleman. Came on. The yeah. rifleman. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Chuck yep. Connors. Mm-hmm. He was cool. My my grandfather would be sleepy when he'd have to wake him up. He would hear that bam, bam. There's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, pa, pa. The rifleman. He had, to, he had to pa, <laughs> And uh, the other one was my three sons. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean yeah. they were really lovely, you know, kind kind of thing programs. Yeah, a father. When I was growing up, Father's Knows Best was another one that I loved. Oh yeah, yeah, kitten. Yeah, I kind of missed that one. His, yeah, his, that his one. daughter was kitten. Yeah, you're too young. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm not that young. I'm not that far behind you. Trust me. I'm 60, so, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, they were still playing then. They were still playing mm-hmm. then. Oh, yeah. They played them, like, through, really through about 1970s. They were, everything was in reruns. Mr. Ed, Lost in Space. Oh, I love Mr. Ed. Star Trek. Wilbur. Wilbur. And when I found out, they stuck a wire under that horse's lip. I was so disappointed. I know. What? What did they do? What did they do, Nancy? To make him talk, they had a wire to under make him, his lip. Yeah, they, oh. they just irritate his lips so he, you know, whatever. And he'd have to move oh, his no. lip around. I guess I must have thought he just 
talked. <laughs> I guess I did. No, I didn't. I just thought he, he wanted to, they trained him to do it, yeah. yeah. I don't think he was suffered for it. Just to know. Yeah, that's true. Like, Peter would go crazy if they did that now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Cops. <laughs> Quick! Dump it down the toilet. They're coming for your Miss Misery. Missouri. Missouri. Ah. <laughs> I can't believe she was trying to pay Sean to, like, did you talk to him? I, I, I checked in the mail. Checked in the mail. I checked in the oh, mail. Oh, that's so like, what? sad. Oh, my God. Where is yeah, Sharon okay. from? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Who? Sean. He's from Pennsylvania. Oh, Sean. Oh, yeah, he Sean. is. Sean, sir. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about we're from the same area, Harris, from the Harrisburg area. Yeah. Oh, where are you at, Nancy? I grew up, I'm in Washington State, but I grew up in Pennsylvania. Sean Sir and I were yeah. discussing that. Yeah, chat. I was over there in your little beautiful state in Bremerton, Washington, where I had my surgery that they implanted me, and then I went over to uh, Tacoma, oh, uh, to Tacoma, Washington. I love it there. Pretty, I like it. I like all the green. <laughs> Yeah, I like yeah. the I, I I thought about going back there and going up in the mountains, and now you know that they now that they know the tracking devices all up in the mountains will even find you. <laughs> so they can't oh, go up yeah. there anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, uh, yeah, they, and after Bill Gates went up there and just threw you guys housing values all out of whack. Didn't he though? <laughs> Hope they like a sixty million dollar house or something crazy. I mean, who even has a house with much money? It's like, you know. I think he has a second one. He he just bought one on the west coast too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Joking all that vaccine money. Crazy, you know. He's really insane. He's trying to play doctor. It's like, what are his credentials? He's not. He's not. He's fucking Harvard dropout. He didn't finish college. Parents had to like five goddamn. Um, um, he, he never wrote anything software. He just his parents never fought, fought people for not going. Never fought people for no. not going to college when they know more no, than no, the no. damn college yeah. professor. But but he didn't write any of that software for Microsoft. He got other people to write it. His parents got other people to write it, and they bought the software rights. And they said little uh, Bill wrote it. That's how he got involved with Microsoft. He never wrote any of that stuff. Well, actually, that's not entirely true because I was yeah. there at the same time. I mean, okay. I even got to meet Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. <laughs> Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. Yeah, Mr. Bill that can't even keep viruses out of windows. Now he's an expert right. on viruses. <laughs> A lot of people yeah. think he's just the savior. 
Well, only in the George Soros, for instance, but realize what the agenda is. He has the agenda oh, yeah. of the elite. And so oh, the yeah. elite, basically, that has that New World Order program in store, yeah, he is the savior. Uh-huh. He's the savior uh-huh. of the elite, you know, of the multi-wealthy uh, rich. Yes, he is. Yeah, let's depopulate. Yeah, I mean, imagine, depopulate, now we're going into AI robotics and everything. We can get rid of the middle, the lower and the middle class. We can develop a group of people that we can control that's at our command. Uh, why not get rid of the free thinkers? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'm glad I'm my life out in like normal, normalcy. I didn't have to deal with this most of my life. I had like a pretty normal childhood. You know, it was like pretty dysfunctional, but it was still fairly normal. It wasn't like, I don't even know how kids are going to grow up these days. This is bullshit. I don't with all this stuff. Oh, did you hear where that lady was talking about that there was a lawsuit against uh, Elon Musk and AI and 5G and all that? Uh-huh. I missed that. In California? Which call? You remember hearing her that say that early there was a massive lawsuit, major lawsuit in California against Elon. Karen was talking about it. Karen Stewart. Yeah, I happened to jump on Derek's call at the time that she was mm. talking about it. Anyway, I uh, end up looking for the for the case, and uh, I did find it. You know how I am. I would, I would. Somebody will say Good something, I'll research it to death. But it's a case Where did you number look for nine. I went to the Southern California the oh. uh, U.S. District Court website, but it's case number one nine CV two four zero seven. One nine one nine CV two Okay. And if they ask you for the rest of it, it's uh, the rest of it is CAB, which is CAB, 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 okay. AHG. That's the entire number. So 19CV2407, CAB, AHG. And, uh, and what is it? So, so who's suing about? him? Uh, let me back up for a moment because I did pull it up. And uh, hold it. It is. It is uh, Cyrus Parsa, P A R S A, Cyra A Parsa, the AI organization. 4275 Executive Square, Suite 200, La Jolla, California, 92037. Oh, yeah. And it's in, uh, uh, he is suing, but here's what made the case bullshit. Uh, he is suing Google ALLC, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden and Hillary Clinton, oh, okay. uh, Nancy Pelosi, John Brennan. Did you hear about that? 
So Elon, Elon Musk is in that list. Uh, Elon Musk, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Microsoft, Bill Gates, Cable News Network, Aaron Cooper, Anderson Cooper, MSNBC. Yeah, Anderson Cooper, Mr. CIA. Uh, yeah, really? Uh, Adam Schiff. Uh, George Soros. Anyway, after I, after I read the uh, in the complaint, I said, well, this is going to get thrown out. Man, that's a Immediately. I don't understand. Well, I, mean, what, I mean, like everyone in the world on that list. What the hell? Oh, well, that's what, well, if he had a well-pled complaint, let's see, uh, not uh, uh, intentional negligence, uh, creating artificial intelligence systems, uh, 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 illegal use of artificial intelligence, illegal surveillance, Uh, neuro brain, brain to brain yeah. neuro networks, uh, well, negligent I mean, use of technology. Uh, yeah, not Pelosi, but but Barack and Dave. <laughs> Barack and this friggin' brain initiative. Oh, I get mad every time I think. But you know there are yeah, he just, it, each one of those. There, there are like I'm sorry. I said there are medical applications that are beneficial to each one of those things. I mean, you have to go about proving it. I mean, uh, no, he, no, he is talking about basically using those outside of medical settings. And he's gonna any any other proof? <laughs> He, he has proof, plus he's requesting additional discovery. Oh, all right. Yeah, so we should talk about that. So is this guy an AI company that's doing the suing? Zyra Parsa? I think he got off, Richard. Yeah, we are. That's so dumb. I hate it when they do that. They don't do right. Yeah. They start talking about something. Oh, and he also sued for illegal, uh, illegal uh, access to remote computers installing algorithms. That's part of his evidence. Evidence that only Google uses. 
Yeah. Well, Google is evil, but Google is pretty evil. I don't use Google at all. Does this guy have a chance of a case? Well, from what I read, basically, the judge, of course the judge is going to throw the vast majority of this out. But the good part is, is that he did lodge the case, but he did not frame it for all of these individuals. He started explaining what the technology is without basically giving individual cause of action and injuries for each uh-huh. one and and applying that to an individual. Neuralink and Elon Musk. He has a whole section here on Elon Musk that he's expressing what Elon Musk is doing, but he's not applying that technology to what has happened to him. Right. So he so, just threw a bunch of names out there, what they did. Yeah. The technology that they're working with, and uh, and violating worldwide human rights. So he's not getting specific down to the details. So they're going to throw it out for sure. But it's just the fact that it's filed for the world to see, That's which great. is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. Well, see, what you can also do with this document is save you a lot of time if you want to copy-paste basically some of the things that he's already discovered. And, and I, I will say one thing. He did target Barack Obama pretty well. Yeah. And Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton? He's on there, too. He's on, he's on there, too. Hillary is. But this is not going to go anywhere. You know what? I, I'm just looking forward to the hearing and seeing the judge gets it, it, it's a sign so he's going to toss this thing out bigger than that. Well, the judge can throw some of it out, but not all of it, or does it all get thrown out? Uh, no, if he states a claim, it, even it, one claim, he has all their names up there. If he states a claim for which relief can be granted because of the injury, because he did identify one of the specific manufacturers and the targeted individual, but it's nobody famous that we know and it's no one in government. But uh, he does have a chance there. So the judge won't throw out the entire lawsuit. He'll go through it and say, okay, I'm going to let you proceed here because of the evidence and you did state a claim of injury for which yeah, relief can be granted. But but you know what he did do? He created a lot of paperwork for each one of these people. Well, he's, they're going to have to answer to it, uh, but on the government side, the Department of Justice is going to answer to it with maybe about a five-page document with Hillary Clinton's, everybody else's name on there saying that uh, to uh, mm-hmm. for, they're going to request summary judgment, summary judgment dismissal. Uh, and they are going to dismiss all the government actors. Just point blank, they're going to dismiss them, period. 
Yeah. But you're right, though. It does set a precedent. You know, he's bringing it to the attention of people. It's lodged in court. So now anybody else who brings it up, you know, like you said on the medical, if people bring it up enough, I can't say everybody's crazy. If everyone starts a lawsuit across the country, eventually they're going to have to address it. So he's brought it up, like, in a big way. So Yeah, yeah. It's, it's out there now. So in that respect, it's good. Yeah, and if you imagine people, if they go into court and take their little two- or three-page lawsuit, just think of a U.S. map and think about every time one of these lawsuits filed under civil rights and uh, uh, threatening technology and harassment and surveillance, a dot, a red dot goes up there. Somebody filed a suit. Somebody filed a suit. Somebody filed a suit. Well, that stuff gets noticed. And the Department of Justice and the FBI have to identify in their crime statistics, basically, uh, well, at least the the Department of Justice does, uh, as far as cases being filed in those areas. So if you got people filing like that and somebody reads across those cases and it's the same thing that's being mentioned, technology, harassment, uh, surveillance, and government entities, private entities are identified, that map is going to start filling up if we have the numbers that are there. I myself say that we don't have the numbers of targeted individuals there to bring that grade of notice to anyone. And if we did, that means you would be seeing two or three hundred, four hundred, five hundred people in Frank's, Ella's, Derek's, and other people's call. We don't see that. So it's not that many. The numbers are exaggerated, just like coronavirus. We are our own virus. I like to think there are lots of us. Well, I think well if, if there was, you know what, you would see more people, basically, that in YouTube that would be screaming blooded murder, but it's not. Yeah, of course. But, you know, it's funny because I'm seeing, like, TRs pop up in all different sorts of videos. Like, today I saw one on, um, on uh, what was it, Harp? They did a... Uh, People getting abducted. Yeah. People get abducted in Alaska, and they're blaming oh, yeah? on the And then they I have one guy no who was a TI up in Alaska, and uh, you know that a couple of people that were complaining about like typical stuff. And this one guy handed out, but he like handed out like people like here, you know, everybody. Everybody put it in their hat. It was like kind of stupid, you know, kind of, I don't know. It's like people talking about aliens. Or a blaster. People kind of like wrapping it Oh my goodness. So, anyway, yeah. 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 It was YouTube about uh, the eyes in Alaska? Yeah, it was on YouTube. Actually, they have a whole okay. series. Missing in Alaska. It's called Missing in Alaska. We'll probably get about it's called what? 
called Missing in Alaska. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a whole series on YouTube. YouTube, if you, if you type it in, you'll get about six or seven. And oh. they, they go into, like, different aspects of it. And then I saw a whole other series on AI and uh, how it's getting to the point where it's, uh, you know, these uh, computers are actually hacking into themselves. It disables them. Yeah, I know. In this lab, last summer, these computers actually went up to the cloud. They disabled them. They went up to the cloud. They figured out how to What killed 29 people? And figured out how to fix themselves, and then turned around and shot 29 people. <laughs> yeah. Shot them? What do you mean, they, shot them? Yeah. They were, um, you know, <laughs> so uh, computers, robots. They're robots. You mean? They're using surveilled borders now in, like, North Korea. South oh, Korea. no. That's the uh, Yeah. Oh, okay. They went crazy. Killed 29 people. I think it was... I don't know if it was last August or, or a year ago in August, but... Uh, uh, that's why. Yeah, and they they evolve too. Yeah, they they yeah. evolve. Scary shit, man. Mm hmm This guy oh, filed wow. this February the twenty sixth, twenty twenty. And uh I take it back. They're immediately gonna dismiss this thing. Oh. But it will still be there to see though, right? Yeah, you know, it'll still be there to see, but they, they're, yeah. they're going to dismiss it. I just went through the last few pages of this. Thing. Uh, Didn't make This thing was a waste of, uh, was not a waste of time. I also noticed something else. This is itself, though, it's not even signed. Damn it. What do you mean it's not even Well, you know what? Oh, I see what he did. Before he filed it, before he filed it in court. I told you no more bugs. Yeah. Good, Good, Good night, you guys. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Yeah. Good night. All right, night. Night, night. night.
Night, David. Night, we'll talk tomorrow. All right, now. Gravely disappointed. Again, you have made me unleash my dogs of war.
This is the truth of it. Fighting leads to killing. And killing gets to warring. And that was damn near the death of us all. Look at us now. Busted up and everyone talking about hard rain. But we've learned by the dust of them all, Barter Town's learned. Now when men get to fighting, it happens here. And it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Candlebone's simple. Get to the weapons, use them any way you can. I know you won't break the rules. There aren't any. Remember where you are. This is Thunderdome. Death is listening, and we'll take the first man that screams. Thank you. 
must be your friend over there. I didn't leave much of him. Must have cut his heart out. Eh? Right, man. Poor bastard. The Knight Rider. That is his name. The Knight Rider. The Knight Rider. Remember him when you look at the night sky. I will. Take your hat off. Anything you say? Anything I say. What a wonderful philosophy you have. Take him away.
yourself beautiful feet, try Shoal Velvet Smooth Foot Care System for $25.99 at Chemist Warehouse.
as credit to you. Here's up to a hundred twenty dollars credit from us. Add any selected month-to-month -month mobile plan with Vodafone and get the credit you deserve over 12 months. Find out more at vodafone.com.au. Ready?